Welcome to episode 97? 97 of Cream Trail. 97? Why? 97, I hardly know her. Does that work? I like that. Does that does that work? I think so. It works for me. Yeah. Today's episode is sponsored by Gold Peak uh, Unsweetened Tea. So get your today's episode is sponsored by the sugar industry. No, 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 unsweetened. I say, or it's also it's it's sponsored by Gold Peak Unsweetened Tea, and then it's also sponsored by the sugar industry, Big Sugar. I think that's honestly the perfect marriage. That's complimentary yeah. right there. And Boy, if it, only this unsweetened tea was sweeter. Boy, do I have a solution for you? Says the sugar man. If only the uh if only this if only the tea could be sweet. Well, what if we merge them together? They say. I'm do you pretty think that, sure there was a war over this. I'm I feel like that sure was this is how America was formed. I feel like the tea wasn't worth it. I feel like the tea was probably pretty shitty that they were pissed off about. Well, the English. I think both of them. Well, I guess, yeah. Just people who are like, or whenever they're like, you know, the Boston Tea Party. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the, I feel like they got a bit out of shape over, over kind of... the water without boiling it first. That's yeah, what they're really mad about. Do you think they had uh, buckets? Buckets that they would bring down and dip into the ocean to try to salvage some of that sweet tea. Mary, it was probably, Mary, wake up. Wake up, Mary. Did, did you hear on the blower? They, the Americans, they, they're dumping tea in the harbor. I don't understand. What? No! no! They're having some sort of party, some sort of parade about it. I don't, I don't get it. No! Make it stop, Mary. Make them stop. Uh, oh, stop it! You stop it, you! <laughs> you stop that right now! And the Americans stop are like, I'm not going to stop. stop. I'm not going to fucking stop. Fuck you, and you two. We got was funny. They dressed up like they dressed up like Indians. They still sound English. Yeah, why yeah. wouldn't they? Right? <laughs> well, yeah, we yeah. didn't have an accent yet. It's just gonna make this whole bit very hard to follow. Well, that makes it funnier. That's the point. <laughs> Oh, Which side is he on? You'll never know. I could be anyone. I could do be me no. love tea or do me hate tea? That's my riddle three. It's not American. It's a German guy doing this. <laughs> That's our deal. I don't get it. What if the day that the Boston Tea Party happened? Now, we, we can't confirm this. I don't want anybody to do any research. But that's the day that Mountain Dew was formed. The company Mountain I, Dew. I think that would make an incredible amount of sense. Frankly, too much sense to the to the point where it's undeniable. The fact we don't know about it yet. The, well, the fact we don't know about it means there's probably been some sort of high level cover up. That is true. And I hate to even I hate to even think of a world where it's not true. Honestly, the world uh, seems a lot colder and a lot darker because of that. I don't know if I've ever drunk Mountain Dew. You never had a nice tasty dew when you were younger? I don't know if we had it. Maybe we did. I don't know. You definitely had it. They even had because you were a big dew. Halo guy back in the day, right? Yeah, but he was he was an energy drink person. When did it actually start? Yeah, I kind of wasn't a fucking pussy libtard, so I drank Rockstar. 
Yeah, no. No big deal. You know what's funny is that people who drink Mountain Dew got tons of pussy, and people who drink Rockstar just fucking smoke cigarettes and wish they had pussy. Well, first off, um, Mountain uh, Dew is a product of PepsiCo, which PepsiCo started in 1940. When is, let me see when the Dew actually started. Let's see when the tea party thing happened and see if they're kind of close. And maybe that would shed light on this whole thing. 1961. That sounds about right. Which is probably the same time period as the Boston Tea Party. And so. it happened in uh, Marion, Virginia, which is, I'm pretty sure, right where the Boston Tea Party was at. So that's perfect. I heard that all of the tea from the Tea Party ended up in the New England area, and that's how the Great Lakes were formed. Hmm. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Mountain Dew originally... Uh, was originally Southern and or Scottish Irish, Irish slang for moonshine as referenced in an I Irish folk song, the rare Ma old Mountain Dew that's, dating that's from 1882. That's a sick fact. I like that. That's Using funny. it as a name, Mountain as a soda originated, suggested by Carl E. Ritzke at Owens, Illinois Incorporated, meeting in Toledo, Ohio. Only a degenerate, bumbling fucking Irishman could be on a beautiful mountain morning uh, with the glistening no like, water. Oh, boy, this sure makes me want it's to have a drink. like a moonshine is what it is, lad. That looks like alcohol so, on those leaves. You're like, so no, it's it was just it, condensation. So it was not 1961, it was 1948, which definitely confirms that it was Boston Tea Party. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I don't know that, why that, you guys... That's a, pretty, that's a pretty fucking sick... Oh! Hold on. First off, that's a sick way to say moonshine. Mountain Dew. That's really. That's fucking... what I was just saying. I know. No, you were you were you were criticizing. You were criticizing the Irish, the and Irish I wanted man. to take a second to make it's, sure that our it's still a Irish name. Right but the fact, but the fact, an Irish person saw Mountain Sorry. Dew, literally Mountain Dew, and first thing they thought was alcohol in 2022. Can, those aren't mutually exclusive. Now listen to this. In 2022, PepsiCo partnered with the Boston Beer Company to produce oh, a line of alcohol-infused drinks so in four flavors. It up. I'm telling you, it's all full circle. What do Boston people sound like? You know, Boston. Uh, they, you know, do, how do you like them apples? Bill Burr. We're from Boston. Boston. Yeah, I'm from Boston. I like to dub river in tea or tea in river. I don't know. I'm from Boston. Something like that. I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Did you just try doing like a Bill Burr impression? <laughs> wait, wait. Let me do my Bill Burr impression. Uh, oh, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. No, oh, it's unbelievable. This is think? fucking stupid. This is oh, so no, fucking I mean, stupid. It was, dude, it was fucking incredible. It was fucking unbelievable. I, looked, I played I watched, the same stadium as... <laughs> as uh, Kramer from <laughs> Seinfeld. I made so I made uh, a show, an animated show, because it's so easy about my life when I was a kid. It was so fucking stupid. I, I watched I love how much that. I watched Neil. I, I watched Neil Pert play jumps on YouTube. It was so fucking stupid. I love I love how much it bothers you when like celebrities make cartoon shows. <laughs> it fucking it does annoy me. It's so stupid. I'm you know, with you because I'm they literally you. go into any fucking place. They have no respect for the actual like medium because they go in just being like, "Well, it's easy. You just draw up these characters. I'll tell you what my dad looked like. 
He was kind of old and he had brown hair. And they're like, oh, okay, that is the vaguest thing I've ever seen. No, it doesn't look like him. But it doesn't look yeah, like I, him. I do go back and do it again. But you got to watch out because I'm selling out these stadiums because I'm such a popular stand-up comic. It's so fucking stupid. Oh, no, you know, you could do anything with cartoons. Just anything. Why, why wouldn't you do a cartoon? That's him. That's what he sounds like. He sounds like Lois from Family Guy. Oh, you could do a cartoon, Peter. Peter, <laughs> it's really easy. It was so weird growing up with my dad in Boston. He worked for the airport. It was so fucking stupid. <laughs> that was a that was a haunting witch cackle. Is what that was. I don't I know like what the that was. Burr. That scared I, the fuck out of me. I like Bill Burr. What a guy. Riddle me this, boy. Why would you throw the tea into the harbor? I feel like I'm not done with that bit. I feel like we should go back. People! You guys aren't appreciating that they were dressed up as Indians. I find that funny. That a bunch Wait, of Boston what? guys. Yeah. yeah. They dressed up as. How do we know it wasn't uh, the fucking Indians that did it then? Well, that I would make well, so much sense. <laughs> these are, I think there's no, no white Indians. Yeah, so they're, they're milky. Oh, like they couldn't London, find some London gray skin. Dude, here's with what giant they did. fucking buck no, teeth. No, no. Here's what they did. On the same boats that brought the tea. Okay, listen. They couldn't even get the fucking right there, like, You were fucking bought so into big Indian propaganda. Which tribe it be? Can I at least lay the groundwork? My favorite, my favorite Indian is the Toyota Camry. <laughs> Can I lay the groundwork? It's my favorite Please. tribe. Guys, it feels Camry. like you're not taking this theory seriously. What? Let's lay the groundwork then, dude. Is it so hard to believe that on the yes. same boats that brought yes. the tea in the boxes, yes. it also brought some white chalk from the White Cliffs of Dover? <laughs> And the Indians seeing an opportunity to drive a wedge between we our great nations and people. We should probably cover ourselves in this, so we blend in with the white man. With the white <laughs> They will never be able to notice in the moon exactly. sky. They did that. I think they, they wore like head feathers and stuff. They pointed, they blamed on the Americans. I'm picturing Tom as one of them. One of, like the British are like, all right, who did it? And then Tom's sitting there with like feathers still in his hair. And he's like, well, do you know that watching an Indian covered himself in chalk? <laughs> I think it's plausible. I don't know what your fucking problem is, dude. I think it's pretty plausible. It's a whole room of just like retarded British people being like, no, it's not. Yeah, it could have been pretty plausible, I think. <laughs> Would it be the first time they've eluded us with their sneaky tricks? Yeah, they're, they're famed for being scurrying around all sneaky. Like, I think it's Pretty much a 90% well, chance. Well, if this is confirmed or not, we're going to have to hunt them down in the wilderness. <laughs> well, I guess we must expand west. We'll call it Manifest Destiny because they brought it upon themselves. They manifested our rage. I don't know what you're talking about. That's because you don't speak English, you silly Indian. 
Do you think that was the plan of of the the, the Patriots? Though we'll dress up like Indians, and then no, okay, well, no one will know we did so it, far, and then they'll just kill all the it Indians. It was definitely English awesome. retards equal, trying to set nope, them up. It's a maybe for sure. equal parts English retards or Indians. <laughs> In the, short, they're from the white milky, milky white skin with cirrhosis ridden eyes, white, just being like, white, "If we short. put feathers <laughs> in our hair, don't think that the Indians did me dead." And then those people went on to defeat the greatest and, empire the world has ever seen. <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe we've won. <laughs> I, all right, if we're gonna get personal, you guys didn't do shit without the French, and any nation that has to ally itself with the French to get shit done is barely a nation worth respecting in the first place. <laughs> I can't believe we just got a gold medal for war. That's what that the, the French said. won for us. Please, Mr. Frenchman, the British have been mean to us. Can you please save us, Mr. France? Please. That's George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, saying, he's saying all that whistling through his wooden teeth. <laughs> oh, well, I came. He should be Wheels president. the favors, the promise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Monsieur Washington, we will do this for you, but you have to promise to save our ashes <laughs> in World War II. Yes, fine with the f- didn't uh, didn't uh, America buy the Louisiana Purchase? That was from the French, right? You better give us a big discount on that, there, piece of land, Mister French. No, 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 you know, no, have no it wasn't a big discount. They're just like. This is basically worth nothing. We would be taking it <laughs> off your hands for f- just to- British diplomacy. <laughs> ah, the soft power of British diplomacy. Well, didn't didn't they buy that from? Uh, is it was it Napoleon or no? Or am I wrong? It was Napoleon dead? No, that was Nap- Napoleon, right? I, you know, I do have a pretty good historical knowledge, but that is one of the things I haven't learned yet. Yeah, I feel like Napoleon was alive from like. 1600 until 1800. Just lived for two centuries. From France for 1803 for 15 million dollars. Let me see. I almost I almost could have swore it was Napoleon still, but I could be completely wrong. Uh, no, yeah, in 1800, Napoleon, the first consul of the French Republic, regained ownership of Louisiana in exchange for Tuscany. Blah blah blah. But yeah, no, they bought it back from Napoleon for 15 million. Wait, Napoleon really fucked up in his later half, didn't he? All right, fine. Just we give us like fifteen million dollars for it, okay? <laughs> that is a crazy amount of money. I will never uh, run out uh, of that. Uh, <laughs> got you, Sherry America. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, his fucking his French viva, uh, his French horn skills puffed up. Viva resistance! It's just. Uh, Scream that every day they can. Just viva la, la resistance. Mm. Wait, Thomas Jefferson is the one who bought it? I guess so. Yeah, I guess that tracks. Yeah. No, Actually, yeah. that does kind of yeah, line up. No, with my I, that's definitely where I remember my, my textbooks. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yep. Yep. That's all coming back to me. Oh, yeah. 
I'm just glad we've agreed that the British won the war of independence. Um, no, not at all. Because America you did. weren't British you know we until did. you... And I think you're, you're a sore loser you about won. something you were never even fucking a part of, dude. You're a sore loser. You're trying to cope with the idea that your fucking your country's been a goddamn laughing stock for 400 years. Get over it, dude. Get the fuck over it. 400, that's right. That's not a fucking typo. 400. <laughs> 400 fucking years, dude. Think, think about it. Ah, yes, the 1600s, the British Empire, the laughing stock of the world. Mm hmm. It all started My country's crumbling down, only been baby. a laughing stock for about a hundred years, I'll have you know. <clears throat> no, no, no. I'd say good a good four hundred. We're about fifty years. I'm changing my answer. Fifty <laughs> years. Only since the seventies. <laughs> oh, that that that's when people were like, you know, this British Empire thing is a little screwy dewy. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. When did those traitorous cars give back India? I don't know. I'm trying to look it up. I yeah, say that, kind of that the, the Indians, done. ever since they did the tea party, have, have just been a thorn in our side, and we should just give back their silly country. And that's how India gained independence. Didn't your grandma have, like, Indian slaves? Hello, Mrs. Inchcliffe. I was wondering if I could... Take the day off. No, I don't think you can. Absolutely <laughs> bloody dead. I have Betrayed immediately. I need you to wash my hands. <laughs> Sandra, I need you so to wash the wrinkles out of my hands immediately. They're so dirty all the time. <laughs> She would not think that she could make her hands cleaner by having an Indian person touch them. That's Don't not my touch grandma. Him! Yeah, she's, she's uh, asking them to do it, but then also <laughs> scolding them for doing it at the same time. You just made it more dirty! Oh, God. <laughs> oh, heavens. Heavens above. <laughs> oh, God. She, her, oh, her hands have God. never been cleaner and she's just like th gagging and throwing up. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I say we partition this bloody place. I say you're going to have to find a new master. <laughs> Get out of here, Raj. Very well, ma'am. <laughs> they were just so patient with her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's sweet, like, sweet yeah, very well. Yeah. Dude, what if you found out on her deathbed that she, like, fucked, like, 25 Indian guys? I wouldn't believe it. This is <laughs> Even if she's like, I literally got piped down. Dementia. The best... <laughs> oh, go with grace, Granny, Grandma. you don't know what you're saying. Go to sleep. <laughs> you, you go, to sleep. <laughs> go to sleep. Shut up, Grandma. You don't know what you're saying. Rush's cock was the best of ever. <laughs> All right, she's sleeping. <laughs> she's sleeping so gracefully.
She would be a good podcast guest. We'd have to scrub it extensively, but what a memorable episode that would be. <coughs> she seems like Ugh. such a sweet woman. I agree. We've we you said that for a long time though. I think you both have said that. I think Don's even uh, said that she'd be a good guest. She didn't have slaves. I think. Well, she, she, I, I let think. me just let, let me clear my <laughs> sweet grandma's name. It's probably not gonna help, but. She was, her dad was a military man, so they were stationed in India, mm. and for some reason they had Indian servants, which was not a slave. Did she make them shine her shoes? <laughs> 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 I have had that confirmed to me. Was it a different time? Absolutely. Can we really judge people's past actions based on modern day standards? I don't think so. I guess Britain gave it back India in 1947. Yeah, so what are people even complaining about? Is that when, like, Gandhi and shit was going, was was around too? Wasn't that, like, a big part of his thing was independence from Britain? Yeah, yeah. He went on a cute little hunger strike. You guys ever see that movie, the Gandhi movie? We had to watch it in with school a couple Joaquin times. Joaquin Phoenix as Gandhi. <laughs> yeah, with his like hair lip thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish that people, I'm going to just not eat anything for a while. I'm so hungry, <laughs> but I will not break under the British the I British will cheat on my oppression. wife as much as I possibly <laughs> If want. my wife gets ill, she has no, medi- no medicine, <laughs> I repeat. Zero hit, hit, Western medicine. <laughs> hit my wife to no end. But don't kill that <laughs> butterfly. <laughs> that caterpillar you see on the ground has a soul. Would you mind punching my wife in the forehead as hard as you possibly can? <laughs> I think that's like true to he like she was really ill and oh, he, he didn't give a shit. Her Western he was medicine, fucking other yeah, he fucked and then all he kinds got of the people. Same, oh well, you know, that's a, but he was offered the same medicine for his shit and he took it because he got the same thing <coughs> yeah that's i'm pretty right. sure yeah, that's yeah. historical fact yeah she's like we're both we have stomach pains and we have you know we're both sick and he's like yes my love all right give me the time <laughs> just go to sleep baby just Jew. go to sleep baby baby Jew, I go to, to sleep i want you to go to sleep <laughs> yes good don't worry we will right. have many bread many soon where is the morphine tab I wanted. <laughs> Where is the cyanide pill under your tooth? Bite it. Bite it, my <laughs> Bite it as hard as you can and swallow, Bite my the dear. cyanide tablet I place between your teeth. The uh, <laughs> cyanide tablet I place This giant fucking butt woman. <laughs> <laughs> like a giant anti-acid pill just like right between her tooth. Go just with puncture grace, that love. with one of your snaggle teeth, my baby, my beautiful girl. I feel like because I remember reading about. Well, this is also it was like a it was a goddamn hit piece video is what I saw it from. But I remember this video I watched. It was just like, you know, 10, like 10 good people that weren't so good. They had Gandhi in there and, and Mother Teresa. And I'm like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure Gandhi still was like a pretty good, like a pretty fucking like a pretty influential for positivity guy. Same with Mother Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa, they're just like, that dumb bitch lost her faith at the end of her life. Whore. 
<laughs> what a monster! <laughs> and it's like, I'm pretty sure she still did like tons of charity work and stuff. Yeah, but she, she gave up on people. the cross. Hypocrite. Abuse patients or something. Huh? Yeah, I thought she did something. I thought she was worse. like, I don't know, hitting patients with thin sticks or something. I'm sure that was, you know, probably what, what, what nuns weren't doing that, dude. It's true. Beat the devil out of you. Beat it. Beat it away. Beat it away. Why do you look like that? You're yes, Dan sick said because Mother you Teresa. have a demon in your rectum. Beat it. Beat it Why away. is his brow so thick and he looks like he's confused? Mother Teresa, devil. yes, Down devil. syndrome. Oh, Gross stop little me. demon boy, is it? Stop Father was me. an imp, mother was a whore. Stop hitting me. Well, you have the devil in you, don't you, little boy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <gasps> he bit it. The beast <laughs> bit it from his very own blackened, charred lips. Drips poison, poisonous devil cursory. I yeah, look, from this he, house. yeah, black goo is dripping from his mouth. He's a demon. It's like, no, he just got done eating a chocolate bar. Oh. <gasps> Chocolate. What is chocolate? <laughs> chocolate. The devil's candy. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> I'm trying to see what the thing is because I've heard something like that, but I can't see anything on her Wikipedia. Mother Teresa used to go to her patient's bedside. I'm reading this right now. Criticism. Okay. And smother their heads with her thighs. <laughs> Wait, what? Say that again? That's what I just read. Mother Teresa used to go to her patient's bedsides and smother their heads with her thighs. And that <laughs> is true. why... It cannot okay, be well, true. You don't know that. Cannot be true. You need to read a According book, to friend. a paper by Canadian academics, whatever, and blah, a bunch of dumb French names, Mother Teresa's clinics received millions of dollars in donations but lacked medical care, systematic diagnosis, necessary nutrition, and sufficient. Uh, <laughs> oh, boo! You're hungry. Well, aren't we all? <laughs> Yeah, she's eating like four steaks a day. <laughs> Mother Teresa believed the sick must suffer like Christ on the cross, based. And it was said that additional money might have transformed the health of the city's poor by creating advanced uh, palliative care facilities. So basically, she's oh, just like, these people wise, deserve dude. to suffer. Christ suffered. You guys deserve to suffer. Sorry. Also, she definitely probably bought herself like a you know gold or bedazzled like vibrator or something for a pussy. With all that money, but the jazzled herself. I'm bejazzled. One of Mother Mother Teresa's most outspoken critics was English journalist. Here we go. Uh, Yeah, boy, that's right. (laughs) Christopher Hitchens, host of the documentaries. Mother Teresa wasn't actually an Indian with chalk on his face. He was do we the, know that for sure? Do we know that for sure? <laughs> I, I'm not, how do we know the Indian with chalk She's on his face didn't give me the mood? Uh, an author, he was the author of the essay, The Missionary Position, Mother Teresa and the Theory of Practice oh, in 1995, nice. who, wrote in 20, uh, who wrote in 2003 article, this returns... This returns us to medieval corruption of the church, which sold indulgences to the rich while preaching hellfire and uh, whatever, just complaining that... What indulgence, man. please, sir? She, she, was a fr- she was a friend of poverty. She said suffering was a gift from God. She spent her life opposing the only known cure for poverty, which is the empowerment of women and emancipation of the oh, livestock version. Well, okay. that, that's the guy that you were praising, dude. I wasn't praising him. You definitely were. When? You, you, well, you start off. I said the title, and you're like, "Oh, that's nice." And you had nothing nice to. See. You were kind of no. That was sarcasm. Chiming oh, to your, nice, no, nice. No, no, the no. missionary position. No, no, I get no. it. I get it. Hitch, you're so clever. 
Not clever enough to beat terminal cancer, though. But how do we know if she wasn't white or Native American with white chocolate? Have you heard Hitchens speak? He needs to do his voice right. <clears throat> oh, I haven't. Have you actually heard of him before? Oh, I've seen him Christopher before. Christopher Hitchens. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. You know, like this. <laughs> Mother Teresa was a stupid bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> One of the most dumbest bitches ever to grace us in the world is probably the dumb whore known as Mother Teresa, which I think she got piped down more than she would ever admit, but that's just a theory, a game theory. What What is with you and beautiful sacred women and trying mm. to desecrate their name by saying they got piped down by people they didn't get piped down by? Because I hate women. Well, that does track. It has been going around. That's the name, that's the word on the streets, and I'm sticking to it, dude. <laughs> I, you know, I don't blame you. It's fair enough. Abortion rights groups have also criticized Mother Teresa's stance against abortion and, con- and uh, contraception. Uh, according to Mark Woods, writing in Christian Today, to criticize oh. her for opposing abortion and contraception is to criticize her for not run, uh, running a secular charity, which she never pretended to do. I like the idea that all the men that wanted to fuck her wanted to wear condoms, and she was like, "Uh, uh-uh, I don't think so. I'm do you know what right a, now. Do you know what a bukkake is? No. What is that? <laughs> it's like you you see it everywhere, and then I and then I push it out, and you get to see it again. Think of it like a." <laughs> Baptism of sorts. Here, hearing, uh, baptism. hearing Mother Teresa describe what a cream pie is would be f- so crazy, dude. It's like when you think it's you don't, it's gone and that you've expelled. I get to show you it again. Where was she from? What like what's her nationality? She was in, she was an, an Indian, I think. No way. I think so. That's what that's what the Wikipedia thing says. That's crazy. You're a liar. Albanian <clears throat> Indian. That's a fucking that's a crazy mix. I don't even know what an Albanian is. That's how crazy that mix is. I remember when I was like basically from ages fucking zero to probably like nineteen. Every time I saw a picture of Mother Teresa, I just thought it was like a seventy-six-year-old man from New York City. <laughs> <laughs> they hated her because of her meat and and sandwiches. Wait, is this her when she was younger? Was she? She? I think she was. Was she hot as shit when she was young? Dude, Mother Teresa was a fucking smoke. Yo, was Mother Teresa an absolute dime back in the day? Let me have a look. I want to see. I want to see. Well, this is not Mother Teresa Young. No, she looks terrifying. Well, I'm looking at the one where she looks like she's never looked into a picture before in her entire life, and it's very odd. Uh, she looks. She looks. She looks cute. Which one? Show me your pictures. Show me your wares. Let's exchange nudes. I wish to see. <clears throat> Put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. Horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. No. 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 That. The, I think both of those aren't bad. This is the one I thought was bad. No, yeah. I like that. That's a woman you can trust. <laughs> <laughs> That's a woman who needs bread with the exact amount of force. You're going to give me the bread or I will break your little fingers because God suffered. 
Does I'm it, going to nail you your to hands break? to the dinner table just as yeah. Jesus was nailed to the cross. <laughs> yeah, like unnecessary amounts of fucking punishment. It's like, well, yeah, but just because that happened, do, do I really have to? Do you have to nail my fingernails down to the table? Well, Hold did still Jesus whilst I stab you in the gut with a spear. Yeah, <laughs> she just shoots somebody a point blank in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> a revolver has roughly the same penetrating force no. as a Roman thrusting a spear into your no, abdomen. No. Not even a revolver. She has a fucking like she has like a golden desert eagle with all the fucking money <laughs> she's been saving. Fucking just dead like, out in crosses. Just like blows someone's chest. The iron off. sights is a crucifix with Christ still on. Oh, that would be fucking sick. The the iron the iron cross is uh is a stained glass picture of Jesus. Oh fuck! I like that. Isn't that tight? What well, if she has a laser that goes through it? So whenever the laser projects through it, it's like a red projection of the Jesus stained glass onto the victim's chest or face. It's a it's a red projection of uh, Jesus's face in a slice of toast. <laughs> exactly, miracle, <laughs> miracle, <laughs> miracle, <laughs> miracle. <laughs> Just fucking two Vada shots to the wrist, time. one in the abdomen. In the Whatever, like the. In it. Yes, that's her dancing by herself in her kitchen. <laughs> yeah, just dead bodies all around her. <laughs> <laughs> just dancing around. I've cured so many of their sickness. I've cured so many people. Arms I'm sick of us taking the names of good people who did basically nothing. And this is what you have to realize, Tom, is that yep. this podcast, and, you know, I think in the most respectful way possible, and I do think that we add layers of respect to it, besmirches the dead so they cannot fight back so we have no one to oppose us. Well, I think, too, also when people die, like, they kind of fade from memory, and it's it's almost like you're insulting thin air. Do you know what I mean? No. Yeah, if anything, you're restoring their memory. Yeah, I'm bringing it back. Like people, like, there's probably. I bet you there are some legitimate listeners who have never heard of Mother Teresa before. Yeah, and we just brought her back. Figuring out a way. Well, to make it's a certainly a deeper thumbnail. cut than our Peter Steele thing, so we'll see how it lands. <laughs> yeah, Mother Teresa is a deeper cut than Peter Steele. <laughs> <laughs> they don't exist. They're not real. It's like insulting your imagination. No, her soul is in hell. She's listening Jesus, to this right God, that, was, that was that was oddly dark, just coming from the shadows. <laughs> like I did not no, expect nary that. Nary a word said for however the fuck long. <laughs> First thing he says, her, titty, her, her titties and pussy hell. are burning in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I like My how also that this podcast is only played in hell. That's real respectful, Don. Well, you know, I'd, that would just be part of the punishment is, you know. You have to listen uh, to the three funniest men on the internet. Yeah, good punishment. <laughs> yeah, the three funniest men. <laughs> this, is, this is an actual question that would that, that poses an interesting question to me. Is uh, I'm curious to hear what you guys say. Is, uh, you know, like in Guantanamo Bay, do you think they would use cream crews to torture people? I wish, dude. I wish, like, they use DSI. Well, no, no, no. I mean, people. not not for your wishes, but do you think it would be? Do you think that it would be an effective? No, I think it's device? so relatable 
um, that the prisoners kind of yeah, so they're kind of <laughs> they kind of be like, yeah, I totally get this. About Mother Teresa. <laughs> yeah, that exactly. bit about Mother Teresa was fucking hilarious. They like it too much. Turn it off. All right, my my favorite bit. Wait, why are they French? Okay, he's a he's an Algerian born in France, so he sounds French, but he's still a terrorist. Oh, I love the bit where they talk about gay Gandalf. Hon hon hon. I I can see yeah. that. They're really only at their best when they talk about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and usually it's just about gay, being gay or raping a hobbit. But it's pretty funny. <laughs> That's right, dude. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. I think so. I think it's, they tried that. Uh, they played like rap as, as sleep torture shit. And they, you know, the jihadis found too much in common with the struggles of the African-American community. I think the only music so, that worked was country music, if I remember right. Which, which if I have they, to say, they, play, you, they played Metallica and they were like headbanging and shit. They, they liked it. Yeah. I, yeah, you probably it's, just don't play anything kind of like anti-establishment. And early Metallica obviously had like that, of that. It was Black you know, Album. That that isn't obvious. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that they thought it was a good idea to play. I find like... the earlier albums too much, but this Black Album, it really hits. What were you saying, Don? <laughs> Sorry, Don. No, it's, it's, just, it's just funny that that wasn't obvious from the jump. It just seems very obvious. Well, you have to imagine, not to put race racism into this, but I do think that like retarded redneck guys working at guantanamo bay being like what would be absolute torture why don't we put on chameleon air oh that would skeeve me so bad i'm gonna have to put earbuds in if we put that on why the hell are they dancing <laughs> and then like one of their like their fucking walkmans or like their fucking early height like ipod Things slips out and like, don't tear my heart, my achy breaky heart. And people are like, ah, ah. And like, what? <laughs> of course, they don't like God's music. Of course. <laughs> Why didn't we think of that? Now that should have been downright obvious. Yeah, I mean that tracks. Fair enough. I'm convinced. Hmm. Was it only? I, was it only ever like? I mean, it was only ever like Middle Eastern terrorists, right? Is it Guantanamo Bay even still a thing or no? Yeah, they didn't put they didn't put the Irish Republican Army people in there. Well, probably. I didn't know. I mean, I, I I literally didn't know if it was like anybody because you said the French thing, and I was like, oh, that's a good point. I don't know if we it was play like speeches from the Queen, and it really, really <laughs> deprivates the Irishmen of their much needed sleep. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. I mean, I I. I had always assumed it was just like like almost like prisoners of war or some shit like that but i, 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 didn't I don't know, know if it was either actual but i have to imagine that they probably only put in people from countries who like you know if you put in a french citizen no matter if they're a terrorist or isis whatever the fuck in guantanamo bay i have to imagine there's like different levels of oh this could be a political issue you know what i mean mm. but i also uh, i don't know anything and i just spent 30 minutes uh doing impressions of Mother Teresa killing people. <laughs> so it should give you the level of like insight you can gain from this podcast. Don't listen to anything we say, no matter how seriously we say it. I All I know is... It, like right after 9-11, like immediately after 9-11. What happened after 9-11? Kind of throwing guys in there. So, I, I, say I that love again. The, the three collective uh, insights of retards. 
Yeah, I kind of think this like happened. Well, I'm looking. I'm looking up stuff right now. The only, the only <laughs> thing that I know is, uh, is that well, yeah, it's a constitu- it's a constitution free zone, and that also that like for like war crimes, did it like they that uh, <laughs> they didn't consider sleep deprivation a form of torture. Which is funny because I, I get a crazy. bad night of sleep and I am well for them just wiped out. Well, for the viewers that don't even know this, we st- we we're, we record this podcast at nine a.m. and I could tell that that Tom was uh, that's like that that within itself. I was like, I don't think you know, sleep deprivation. It, it's not going to work. Sleep deprivation though is just it's insane. You'll fucking hallucinate and shit. You know. I like I like the uh, idea that it being a constitution free zone, there is a band of terrorists out there trying to do a reverse national treasure and sneak <laughs> oh, the shit. constitution into Guantanamo. Put, put put the constitution in there. And as soon as they get we the constitution it. into Guantanamo, all of the terrorists get rights like American yeah. rights. <laughs> it feels so much better here. It feels there is a sense of freedom now in this prison. My God. The founding fathers truly knew what they were doing. <laughs> Once again, they're French. Wee oui, wee. Oui. The founding fathers really knew what they were doing. Most accurate uh, depiction of a man from France. Yeah. 100% dude. We oui, we oui, Mister. I like uh, Harry on Pete's and I like <laughs> Death to America. I want to complain about something, and I want you guys to find the parallel with it in Warhammer. Easy done. Do it, pussy. You can find you. You'll find a parallel yes. with it in Warhammer. One hundred percent in like ten seconds. Okay. Well, I thought it just feels like we were we're having camaraderie, but you're insulting me, so I I couldn't really read what was. Doesn't matter. The uh. The newest Magic the Gathering set is going back to this plane that I hate, which every Magic the Gathering set is like different planes. So that's how you get like different kinds of like themed uh, sets or whatever. And we're going back to one called Ixalan, which is all about pirates and dinosaurs. And I think it's really, really cringe. Like I fucking I I don't know why, but I really don't like that. Like outside the context of being a six year old, I think it's not cool to be obsessed with dinosaurs or find dinosaurs cool. That's just me, though. Yeah, weirdly, weirdly, I agree. But uh, it's, but it's, it's like I, I appreciate them and I like researching them. But just the idea of like, oh, sick. Oh, it's a T-Rex. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. And then mixing that with pirates, it just feels so it just feels so cringe. So all okay, the art Warhammer all, parallel, Warhammer yeah. parallel, and I'm gonna cheat a bit and not use four. You said ten seconds. And you had, you're already at seven seconds in. Tomb Kings, Tomb Kings, Tomb Kings. Let me see. Let me, let me no, Tomb Kings are all right. Yeah, well, you're a fucking idiot, dude. They're <laughs> no, the gayest thing ever. They're the gayest thing since dinosaurs. It, okay. <laughs> so are these just? Are these? Is this Egyptian or Aztec? It's Egyptian. They're like they're like undead Egyptians. Yes, but they still have like the beard things, like the like the long like wrapped beard stuff. I kind of like that. I'm not. I'm not advocating all of the design choices, but I think on balance. Well, you know, you know what it is, Don. At least what I'm saying so far here. Also, this is not Warhammer 40k, so that's already a a ding in my book. He also didn't specify. No, no, no. But the. well, I was just going to say that it's probably not as cool because it's not the 40K aspect to it. Because 
I, 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 I agree that I don't think it's the lamest thing, but it is essentially just like, oh, zombies. And that's boring, in my opinion. It's like, oh, it's uh, army zombies. of skeleton people. Well, yeah. It's like skeleton yeah, I mean, I people think... dressed as Egyptians. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they're from Egypt, dude. Well, they're yeah. Dressed as Egyptians. I just, I'm also Egypt. in fantasy stuff. I really fucking hate like skeletons, like the base level enemy of a skeleton. I really don't I like think, that. I think like Jason and the Argonaut style skeleton with like a little shield and sword. I like that. I don't. I, every time, especially like every time in a video game, you're telling me that every, whenever you see them in a video game, you're not like, oh God, it's just fucking, it's just disappointing. That's, and then every time yeah, you kill them, they make a I, stupid like bones <laughs> dropping to a pile sound. <laughs> you know what I mean? I kind of like it now that you made that noise though, because it's a cool noise. It's a fun noise. <laughs> I want it to sound like a, uh, a xylophone when their ribs hit the floor. <laughs> the uh, no, it's not the worst thing. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm not a big just for RPG stuff. It's just. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like you're saying, the Jason and the Argonauts with like simple shield. It's a classic, but I'm like, there's so much more base level stuff that I enjoy that I think that they. It's always okay. just kind of disappointing. Okay, if it has to be forty k, free booters. Free oh the orc or the pirate orcs. Yeah, pirate Those orcs ones. in space. Yeah, that's fair. That's pretty gay. Hate. Yeah. It is pretty cheesy. It's pretty cheesy because the orcs already in Warhammer are like probably the perfect level of camp and fantasy yes, with like their other stuff. So yeah. just like making them vampire or making them pirates just feels kind of like why. Yeah, like it's, it's an like unnecessary level stuff. Yeah, yeah, they have like fucking pirate hats in space. It's yeah, I'm looking at that, and it's just like, why? It's so stupid. If it was like, you know, I, I like it in like sci-fi fantasy shit when there are like space pirates, but it's just kind of like an updated look of everything. Like they're not wearing like hats and shit, but like their their like ship is more grimy and stuff. Like I I enjoy that from other sci-fi stuff of like space pirates who are basically just like thieves or whatever. Right. Uh, and it's all grimy, well, it's, but, it's but, but this, but them, this but whole thing like, of having a, yeah. like, like, yeah, like a, like a Spanish, like a Spaniard pirate kind of outfit on these fucking orcs just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <clears throat> no, hundred percent. I also, I fucking hate the Vespid. The Tau Vespid, I think, are the worst Damn, design that's a thing. Fucking of... deep cut. What is that? Oh, not here. Really. We'll, while I look that up, I just want to say this art actually for the freebooter thing is pretty sweet, though. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of like this. I thought that was tight. It's because there's barely any like. Well, that's what I mean, though. That's what I mean, though. It's like the simplicity. The only thing that I don't like is the excessive use of the skulls on top of them. But I enjoy like no, the, the kind of typical the the prototypical peg leg, except it's like kind of updated and iron. And like I, I, I think that's fun. Yeah, this is uh, this is what Don hates, and you know I don't disagree. It's a pretty oh, that's just a pixel. Um, it's a pretty shit design. Yeah, just <laughs> look at their faces. Yeah, we are the vespids. They're definitely <laughs> uh, they're they're definitely trying to do like a predator thing, right? With the mask. I, I don't know dude, what they're trying to do. I, I, <laughs> I like it, that. I fucking love them after you just sent that picture. Yes, we have four eyes, <laughs> for two shall not do. We speak in riddles and take piddles. Six eyes, dude. You missed the top two. <laughs> I never knew. I never like, uh, 
with alien stuff first off the wings are really cringe but then also yeah. i hate like alien legs like that oh but they look cool on the elites in halo yeah i don't know i'm yeah, not a huge i'm not a huge fan of the elite designs and oh fuck you dude yeah i said it the only design really i liked from halo was master chief's uh helmet i thought was really intriguing and also like the that overpowered like plasma sword thing i thought that design was cool too plasma sword's a sweet design i did like halo in general uh i fucking it was formative for me but i look at the designs and stuff and yeah i think it's definitely gameplay is more important than design in terms of Actually, stuff. Actually, I, I say that, but some, some of the shit is fucking iconic. The Banshee design is great. The, uh, all of the, honestly, all of the elite stuff is really good. I really like all of the elite I stuff. Like, I like more of the equipment than I do the character designs. Like the, yes. al- like the elite alien designs I just thought were kind of... No, I like elites. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of interesting what Tom's saying, though. Like, it, it is so formative and special. It is hard to... Uh, sure, yeah. I mean, it's a fucking core... It's a core-rooted... design yeah, yeah. from nostalgia. But honestly, like, I trying to remember all of it like i really like basically all of it like i think it all looks awesome and i, I don't know if that's just bias or i don't know like the just, hunters you know fucking oh sick. yeah the hunters yeah all the alien stuff's all, great i all think all it's the, the weapons human stuff. are so man like, the war like are good and the scorpion and the rocket launch i'm um, okay yeah i'm talking shit I'm talking. I'm lying. I'm a liar. I'm a stupid liar. Yeah, I don't know. Jackals, I, the, uh, the, the the Covenant Those elite fucking bug ones they added in Halo Two are stupid, and no one remembers what they look like. They're dumb. Yeah, the Covenant Elite, just the, the standard ones. Design. I thought those designs were boring, but the big guys are cool. And I thought that really the, like my favorite design of any character in it was like the funny little grub guys that like run away when they're losing the grunts. Yeah, like I yeah. thought those were fun. I like their their body shape. I like that they're suicide bombers sometimes too. Yeah, they just like throw a little thing. The plasma grenades, yeah. You know what I think it is too is maybe the design, I don't know. I think it's just whenever they're having these elite people are just having casual conversations and it looks so fucking stupid where they're like, (laughs) we have to kill (laughs) Master Chief. And you're like, oh God. Like my God. Flaps. I like the all, yeah. I just like the fucking uh, the equipment. I think all the equipment designed in Halo is really really cool. Like all the all the vehicles are cool. Even like even the standard you, like human army guns are cool. Like there's the base level assault rifle. I like the way that that looks too. I wonder about yeah, this sometimes. Do you think actually. part of the reason it, it all looks great is because it was sort of first in the door? You know what I mean? Well, yeah, everything else is kind of ripping off of it. I mean, like I, I look at some of this stuff and I see even just like hints of like Warhammer inspired stuff in this for sure. Just seems like the more the more stuff there is, obviously, the harder it is for anything to seem unique. And, you know, in the in the intervening 20 years, now there's so much sci fi bullshit games that everything looks generic. Nothing. I think looks my favorite interesting. I think my the Covenant. I, I, I think the Covenant has cooler looking weapons, but. I was the ones that I really liked besides like the plasma sword thing was like the charge up gun that shoots the green bolt thing or then also like the one that has like the crystal shards. I thought that was really fun too. Yeah, I I don't know, Don, because if you take like another um, something that's got even longer a history of designs already done like fantasy Mm. and people still put out like new fantasy designs that are like interesting and sick. I don't know if... I don't know if it's true that like sci-fi is just well, done do, and anything that comes after it is like, do you know what I mean? They do and they don't because everything, everything that comes out still feels sort of derivative 
but sometimes in a good way versus a bad way, you know? But what, like- but it's all derivative based off the original canon, which I guess was Tolkien, you know? Like dwarves and elves and all that shit. Well, and beyond that, just like the medieval period in general. Sure. But like, when was <laughs> the last of- time someone invented a, like a, a fantasy race that was more compelling than like a dwarf or an elf? Well, I think that it's, I think, I think never, but I think also you don't, I think that you don't try to fix something that's not broken. Well, you just, I mean, you just want to add like in the space, like, and here's another race, but they're all all just kind of dog shit and boring, you know? I mean, like Dark Elden Ring and shit? Yeah, but even Elden Ring, like, they're Japanese. the unique design is just the bosses, which are like individuals, not, you don't think of like a cool, like new race, you know what I mean? yeah i guess that's true i don't know i guess with stuff like that i'm never really looking for anything new i'm looking for innovation which i don't think innovation really needs to be something that's uh like i like i guess and like just completely brand new i think it's just how can these things be perceived as like how, how can your perception be changed of something i think is also like almost more satisfying like oh that's cool i've never like, thought of that are those original races like really just the best, best fantasy ideas ever that can never be topped, or are they just like <clears throat> I think it's just ubiquitous the, and original? And now everything just else has to kind of stand right? in their shadow. I think that those original fantasy things just represent like the overarching archetype of even other previous storytellings. Mm-hmm. So it's like I think everything else is going to feel similar because they're just like extremely base level story archetypes. That have been told yeah, even before fair. them. They're kind of like a uh, combination of even stuff that came before, and just even the way side, you're saying yeah. that too about Halo. It's like, but all like the fucking goblins and dwarves and all that shit. That was just like the first. So I think that's just like, I think that's just immediately where your mind goes. I think even when you're creating, you're kind of your mind is going there. Well, that's what Don's saying. Yeah, yeah. Saying like, are the Halo designs that great, or are they like because they were, you know? One of the first in the door is what on saone. Yeah, I, I guess, I, but, but, but that's like I, such a cool thing. You'd have to really like sit. And think I even look. I look at Halo though as like a repercussion of like, like Warhammer 40k and stuff like that. Even like Alien and like <clears> you know like like sci-fi stuff that was coming out during like late 70s, like whenever like the big boom of like RPG fantasy stuff was happening. And stuff, even like repercussions of like space race stuff and like weird sci-fi novels that were coming out of that, like all well, that. Well, it's kind of the same thing uh, as as the Tolkien thing you were saying. Mm-hmm. It's just like a very potent combination of kind of all the best ideas that came before, but it had a greater ubiquity because every little boy played Halo. You know, so yeah. now it's like th- this is the sci-fi canon that everything else derives from. I remember the only ones I ever really played. So sick. I remember I played Halo 2, I think, first. And I was stoked with that because you could dual wield shit. And I think the one of the first games I had whenever I got an Xbox 360 was Halo 3 and Gears of War. <clears throat> yeah, heady, heady times. I remember you could, the Gears of War yeah, thing I had too. I that like, resented my parents for. <laughs> was what? What'd you say? I, I, didn't get, I didn't get a 360 till later than all the other kids. Yeah, this same. is the Wii story again. I know it's, it's, it's the exact same thing. Is it like every few just years? A, uh, fucking yeah, sucks just a to pile be a of parent. resentment. 
That, that'll be one thing that, that'll be good about being a parent now is uh, I yeah, feel spoil like your child and they'll just walk all over you. Yeah. Well, well you, you get less <laughs> of the, you know, every two years pressure to spend like probably what felt like a thousand dollars on a fucking. Oh, definitely. You know, like toy. inflation and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Dude, you're going to yeah. cave to your kids so quickly. <laughs> so no. Quickly. Do you think Gears of War would have been as popular if they didn't have like. If the designs weren't there, you think, or like even like the the like even just some of the gimmicky shit that's great, like a chainsaw gun and stuff. Do you think that it would have been a standout? Of course not. You don't think so? That's like, uh, do you think this wouldn't have been a standout with some of its most iconic stuff? It's like, well, I mean, I think yeah. that there was a lot of stuff like the way that like even the game played, I thought was cool. Over the shoulder, like crouch, because even like back then, like even just being able to like suck to a wall and like shoot blindly over the only other game that like did that at the time i think was like uncharted right or or something mm-hmm. like that so i think gears came out a year before uncharted as well yeah so or even i guess what i'm saying is it had cool core gameplay but i get, I get what you're saying it's, yeah. it's like how many how many iconic pieces could you delete and still have and still have it be this like, like huge massive hit because if, if i remember correctly it, it was pretty big like right away yeah. Except like I don't. Lot. Except I really don't remember the sequels. Like I just remember people talking about like, oh, Gears of War, but then I don't think. But that could have just been because I wasn't like the biggest Gears of War fan. But uh, I, I never, I never heard much about the sequels and stuff. Did people like the like two and three a lot before? Because it wasn't four the big like, oh, that one sucks or something. So it was like two. I remember two coming out. I was so stoked. But the thing about two is they fucked the online pretty bad. Like the mm. net code was dog shit. And there was all these really gimmicky mechanics they added and stuff. So people didn't like that. And then, but the campaign was sick. And then um, Gears 3 was kind of like a, a really big swan song. Really awesome. Everyone loved that. And then Gears, uh, it kind of petered out because they, they concluded the core storyline. So you had Judgment, which was like a prequel and... Kind of like uh, God of War when they did that prequel kind of yeah, one Ascension or whatever. Kind of flopped yeah. or whatever. It just always kind of feels like a bit of a fucking like wet fart. Um, well, it's just mil- it's like milking a, a dead corpse, but you're but people are trying to keep up with it like it's a fucking cheesy ass like franchise like Saw or something where it's yeah. like you can't just like shit these out, you know. Especially whenever people like, like the storyline too. Like it's like, well, we we came here for the story too, not just like, you know. The chainsaw guns. I mean, that's a part of it, but not all of yeah. it. Yeah, for real. And then obviously they try to like, because all those characters, stories concluded with Gears 4, they tried to kind of like, well, now it's their kids. Well, one of their kids and his gay friends. But oh. I don't know. I feel like, I mean, this is probably my personal bias talking, but they try to make it less like dude bro. And for me, yeah. gear, like so much of the appeal of Gears is like how corny and over the top dude bro it is that's like part of the fun it's like the expendables or something you know it's like i want it well, to be giant yeah. muscles meatheads with it's like the, i mean it's the dna of the entire game it i think people like look mechanics, i think people look at that I mean? in the wrong light too where it's like we're catering to a certain thing when it's like the aesthetic of what that is and how cheesy and fun it can be is like why it's appealing it isn't because like it is like, I don't know, like the, the, the weird philosophical battles that are happening with that versus I think it's just like an aesthetic of a big, like meathead, big gun kind of thing is just a very, very palpable, especially for something as kind of cheesy as like 
this like a high fantasy kind of concept of essentially crab people like the, the south park <laughs> south park crab people joke manifested you know what i mean yeah i mean i, I just I, I tell you when i was younger too man they kind of were crab people weren't they when I was a kid, I was like, crabs. it's like the crab. That was like a big perk for me was because I love that episode. <laughs> and I was like, it's like the crab people from South Park. I remember <laughs> I like, I, I think the same strange little boy. I think the same people made bullet storm. And I, I don't know if that game ever held up, but I remember as a kid, I fucking love that game. I just like the big giant obnoxious assault rifle feel like just, a, it's like the heaviest impractical gun. And with that one too, you could like slide oh, and like yeah. kick people into like giant, like walls or spikes or some oh, shit. Slimo and shit, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. You had like a whip that you can like grab people and stuff. I remember it being really fun. It felt I wanted that game, but I was kind of already aged. Like I didn't enjoy campaigns anymore. It didn't have multiplayer, did it? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I, and back and back then, I didn't really even give a fuck if something had multiplayer just because, I mean, I didn't, even, I didn't even have internet. So I just liked having stuff that had the actual campaign or whatever, you know? Yeah, I, right. I think at that point I was playing maybe Halo Reach. I put I remember a disgusting Reach. amount of fucking time into that game. I remember a lot of my friends got into Halo Reach and also Halo Wars. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it was called? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the RTS. RTS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one of my friends was really, really into Halo Wars, and yeah, also a lot, of people, a lot of people liked. At least uh, in my school, tons of people liked ODST. Remember that was like a big one too. ODST, yeah, I mean, was it cool. was alright. I just remember that people really were obsessed with that. But... Yeah, it was, just, it was the soundtrack. It's the big nostalgia thing. It was just a reskin, though. It was just Halo Three again. You know? I remember Halo Three when I was playing Halo Three. Well, I remember the campaign really... was kind of fun. I remember the Halo 3 campaign. I was just like, I remember being like, it felt really short. I don't know if that's true, but I just remember like, like playing through it and I was like, oh, because I don't, I don't think it was, I, it, it could have just been perception, but I was like, oh, this doesn't feel as long or as epic as uh, two or whatever. But I don't know. I still enjoyed it. But I, Halo once again, Warhog Run, goated. The Halo 3 Warthog Gun, you said? Warthog Run. Warthog Run. Yeah. What happens in... Oh, all the games used to end with a big Warthog thing, right? I remember that's, that's what happened in the second one, one, at least. No, the first one, you the Pillar of Autumn is going to blow up and you have to drive out. I second thought that was one two. I thought ended after... Second one I thought ended with killing you're like Parthorus. You're, you're like driving on top of the, all this like metal shit as like a bomb is getting ready to go off. That's yeah, three. the first one. No, 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 that's two. Well, they did it again in three. No, they do the same thing at the end of all the games. Uh, so it's it was just so him cool driving on top one. of a metal thing. <laughs> it's things yeah. explode. Literally, literally, that's what they do. You get well, the yeah, I, I remember drive. being like, yeah, I remember. It's like the big finale where they uh, put all the NPCs. Did on you screen. like the ending yeah. the three? When he's well, like, it's well, to finish run. the fight. <laughs> I remember. I remember being. I remember being. Not, not not into that, but like him like floating off in space. I mean, I was too young to appreciate the nuance of that. But I remember as a kid, I was just like, so he's just floating out there. And he's just like, all right, when I guess I'm done, I'm going to go to bed for a while. Whatever the fuck he says. I can't remember what he says. But I remember being like, what the fuck? They're just going to like let him float out in space and that's it? And it's like, end. Night, and I was like, that's night, fucking. Night. Yeah. All right, when I guess I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> Thank you for all you've done for us, Master Chief. <laughs> they, they built him a statue, dude. No problem. 
I'm going to get some sleep. Okay, well, you know, we'll give you a ring if we ever need you again, Master Chief. Okay. <laughs> God bless you, Master Chief. God bless you. Uh, all right, all right, ladies and gents, it's been fun. Take care, y'all. We'll see you next time. <clears throat> Kisses. Goodbye.